on the whole, we're we're obviously way behind in the area. It's pretty obvious, but it's just potluck, not really quality of dirt. It's just the potluck where the rain's falling. So. Global shortages are causing farm input costs to skyrocket. A better way to farm shows you how to take control of inputs and maximize profits so you can farm the way you want. Now, from America's heartland, here's your host. Hello, Rod here at A Better Way to Farm, where we spend each day helping growers increase yield and improve profit. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. I am super excited about it. I have a longtime friend of mine. We've known each other almost 30 years, and it's been great. A lot of fun to be had and a lot of things to be learned, and I appreciate him being on the call. I'd like to welcome to the call from Indiana my good friend, Jay Sinsmeyer. Jay, thanks for taking some time tonight. Glad to be here. I appreciate it. So I want to preface the call, Jay. I think it's important to the people who listen that they truly understand. Uh, You know, we're from Iowa, so we're Hawkeye fans. You're from Purdue, so uh, we have to use smaller words. No, just kidding. But uh, I'll talk real slow. <laughs> Thanks. I, I, I appreciate that. You know, I am going to share a quick personal story on you, Jay, because uh, you, you really are one of my best friends, and I, I enjoy giving you static, but you're hard to insult. I, I, a few years ago, I sent you a Hawkeye shirt in an attempt to rile you up, and I called you, and you answered with, thank you for the Christmas present. Because you were down at some establishment close to home there watching the Indiana Hoosiers play the Hawkeyes. And, of course, you hate the Hoosiers, so you were wearing your best Hawkeye gear. And I couldn't, you know, it was just like, I can't do anything to rifle this guy. I'm going to keep working on it. So Yeah, that's so big. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you were the most popular guy in town that night, too, right? (laughs) So, Jay, we met, I don't know, at the Illinois State Fair, I think, clear back in 1994, if I'm not mistaken. So we've been working mm-hmm. together for a really long time. And I, one of the things I do kid you, but I have a ton of respect for you and, and for your family. I just, you guys have amazed me. You've been on the front end of things, you know, throughout your whole career. Just whatever was the coming thing, you were already there when it got here. And it's been an honor to work with you. Talk to us a little bit. You know, what caught your eye first about a better way to farm when you were first getting started with us? Well, I think whenever we met that first time, we were we were doing the normal, just to go to co-op, get, get everything. And, and, of course, I was quite a bit younger and just kind of following in on my dad's footsteps and what we did. We had a lot of livestock back then and increased on farming as we got older and more years underneath our belt. We went more away from the swine industry and went more for agriculture or for row crop and uh, so was willing to learn quite a bit and then I think it started that first or second year Rod whenever you come out we did a test plot oh we did it like the 918 9 318 18 you had a planter just set up with everything it, it really uh told, told the story I guess you'd say so we did yep. those tests and really opened our eyes um so, so we after those first few tests and what have you, we started doing, you know, you turned us on to, I think we started 918.9 and you throw, showed us how 318.18 worked better in our situation. And we went through the ag training that you set up through the Conklin and then uh, just kind of added on it from there. You're kind of the eyes of us seeing everything out there and being able to work with somebody that you're not a competitor. You're just there trying to help us. 
No, I'm not trying to rent the farm next door to you, Jay. I'm not interested in that, but we, we do enjoy helping. Jay, I, you talked about the fundamentals of agronomy training that we do. Talk to us about that. Why should a guy who's never been there attend that two-day training? Why is it worth two days of his life? Oh, it, it touches. There's a, so much experience in the room, for one. You might have heard a lot of it before, but yeah, as you know, I do it every two or three years again. Just it, it refreshes your mind. It just brings back to life that, you know, oh, I forgot about that or I forgot about this. And, and uh, <laughs> it, kind of, it just brings it back to life. There's so much you can do. You know, you can have a whole test plot in your whole farm. and But, you know, reality is that you need to come away and at least try a couple things each time or continue to use them, uh, hear the stories of what has worked, what has not worked. You know, that's all very, very beneficial information if you listen to it. So, And everybody's farm's different. What works on my farm's probably not going to work on yours, Rod, or, or vice versa. So it's just something that fits everybody. Different people will take away different things. You know, just some of the micros was, was probably my biggest benefit. There wasn't much done here at all with micros back in 93, 94. And I know in my ground, they're kind of heavy soils. But the boron was, uh, man, it, it was just a, an eye-opener back then, you know, and <laughs> had different tests on the boron. And the, the boron, that could have been what woke, or I don't want to say woke us up, but it just kind of uh, really got us going with the micro. Got your, we got, got your attention, I guess, is the way to put that. Yeah, right. exactly. And I do appreciate that you go back to the fundamentals of agronomy training every two to three years, you know, and I and when you're there I try to crank on you to, to speak because your experience <laughs> helps the new guys in the room. No, seriously, you know, because your yeah, your experience is good and and while you are correct that, you know, everybody's gonna do this a little bit different. I tell guys it's kind of just a smorgasbord. You're not gonna eat everything that's there, but pick out the stuff that works for you and do that. It's about foundational principles, it's about fundamentals. And that's really what makes that whole thing work. Jay, you're mostly corn and beans. Are you, are you growing any wheat currently? Not now, I'm not. Okay. I, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Say that again. Oh, that's fine. I said with these prices, we might start up again pretty quick. But about five years ago, I used to raise it oh, about 600 acres and every year. That's what, And did it every year, every year, every year. But kind of got away from it. Would you like your corn to come out of the ground more aggressively? more uniformly, quicker? Would it interest you to have your corn be one to two points drier this coming fall? It looks like gas might be pretty high when it comes to drying season. Would you like to pick up three to seven bushel for a $3 per acre investment? If so, contact us, 641-919-1206. We have something that we think will interest you. Totally understand, but you know it's just interesting to see what the guys do and what they can implement in different areas and take it away. Give you've talked about the boron, you've talked about the infro starter. Give us another product or two that you really like and tell us why you like them. Well, the three eighteen eighteen, and then we added. Do we do you know? You can't get enough sulfur now, pretty well in our area. Like I said, I'm not right. aware of other areas, but. We we hit as many much sulfur with the sidekick. Well, we, you know, we put it in, in it with the nitrogen thirty two. We we side dress pretty well everything, and then three eighteen eighteen with the sidekick thirty two later. 
manganese on anything that's uh, over the top. Pretty much a pint of manganese goes on every time we spray. If, if the crop is up, I, maybe you should do it on both, but that's just kind of our rule of thumb that uh, manganese, uh, anytime we're going over the crop, actually. Foliar. Oh, absolutely, and that's a, that's a really really good idea to to do that, you know. And I, you just you help offset that yellow flash if you're using the glyphosate. If you're not using the glyphosate, it just helps to offset the tremendous deficiencies that we have accumulated here because we really have done that. Any one product, particular that you've got, like a, you know, like you you said the boron caught your attention. Do you remember the numbers? How much did that increase your yield? Why did that get your attention so much? Yeah, I got a cute little story about that. It's- <laughs> my dad was helping me. wasn't in very good health then. He was fighting cancer and what have you. And he was nursing me with his uh, with our nitrogen applicator. And he gets back to the farm and said, or to the field with his thousand gallon tank and had a, you know, small sixteen hundred gallon tank on the applicator. I said, "Will you get the boron on it in it?" And he said, "Oh man, I forgot about it." And I said, "That's all right. I'll just try to put it out in the field and put." Uh, some flags on each side of it and had about, I don't know, 10, 15 acres in there and, and uh, flagged it on both sides. And then I was with my crop consultant for my local co-op at that time. We drove by and said, hey, look, that ground, you, you must have forgot to put starter on it. And man, it just went through. I disagreed with him. We drove right on by. and It's about <laughs> four or five miles from the house. Get home and, man, that's bugging me why that's turning like that. So I went back and sure enough, there's those flags. Between the flags, there was no bore on it. And it, 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 was, it was so peaked, it was just pretty yellow. Long story short, while he went to get the next load full Roundup, I made that test plot. And then when we took it to yield, anywhere from 28 to 35, we did had two checks basically on both sides of it. There was 28 to 35 bushel of corn difference in that wow. without more. Now, I don't you think know, we Jake. might have gone home, but down there where this was, and I mean, since 1993, there's not been a year it didn't have boron, I guarantee you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I expect it again. I don't need to. I mean, it takes two years like that, and it's like, wow. Exactly. You know, it's kind of customary, Jay, that you give the guy that sold you the boron half of the extra profit that it yeah. makes you. That, that's yeah. kind of the normal procedure there, and I, I you haven't come yeah. through with you that You didn't get yet. that check? I mailed it. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. You know, and, and here's the thing. Jay, you know I do the 12 nutrients of Christmas every year. I We work hard to bring good information and to, and to help growers. But the thing I learned this year in doing a lot of research was that part of the reason that looked so bad was that actually adequate boron feeds the mycorrhizal fungi, and those in turn get the plant to be able to obtain phosphorus. So when we're short on boron, not only does it hurt us because our nitrogen doesn't work right and we don't get enough pollen and we don't get enough silk, but it also hurts us because it delays or decreases the amount of available phosphorus going into the plant. And so the more we learn, the more convinced we are of the importance of those micronutrients. And that one is a big one. And I'm glad you figured that out. So that works. So uh, went, on a personal note, go ahead. Sorry. On two by two, we went to the two by two by two, you know, on the, on the units with precision. We went to put, we used to always just put boron, you know, when we side dress. At later later ages, but now we've been putting it in the in the at the beginning also. So we're kind of doing a right. split on boron. So we actually just yeah. started that two years. Don't have any firm data on it. It seems like that's going to be the way to go. So 
Well, the bottom line is it, it does not translocate in a plant. You know, wherever it goes into the plant, it stays there. But in new growth, unless you have it available in the dirt, it doesn't go to that part of the plant. And so it's really important to spoon feed it. And the more applications of boron you can make, the better off you are. So just a little bit each time you're out there really works. Obviously, you figured that way out. On a personal note, how are you coming on planting out there? What percentage are you done with your corn? What percentage of your beans? I'd say corn, we're probably really close to 50% soybeans. And it's just because of uh, where the ground is located on this particular year, probably only 25% or less, probably 20% on soybeans. And I'd wow. say that's probably okay. pretty high for the area, though, I will be honest with you. We may have got missed by a couple real big ones that 10 miles away, they got hammered. You know, I'm, I'm talking, they got four inches, we got two tenths. I mean, that kind of wow. traffic. So we were living right that day. So on the whole, we're we're obviously way behind in the area. It's pretty obvious, but it's just potluck, not really quality of dirt. It's just the potluck where the rain's falling. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Jay, I so appreciate you taking up time. I know you're really busy and got a lot of projects going, but I appreciate you taking a little time here with us. Just as a, do you have anything on a just a parting idea you might share with the guys who maybe they're listening to this and they've never done anything with a better way to farm? What would you say to those guys? I will say with my experience starting back in 93, let's just say the boron, the micros, dealing with the Conklin products and, and with the better way to farm, you guys were probably, and I'm not, this is not exaggeration, five to eight years ahead of everybody else. Some of the, the manganese on the, for the yellow flash and what have you, I, mean, I heard it from you guys before, wow, at least five years before your local co-op. Guardian <laughs> X, uh, Guardian liquid using stabilizers. You know, we were doing that back in 93, 94, 95. And, you know, now it's kind of a no-brainer. I think they have everybody doing it. But, and I think one of the important things is, and I don't do it as much as I'd like to, but it's really a no-brainer too, and it's uh, getting the soil samples, Midwest Lab, and uh, I, I, that's so important. And I catch my, you know, it's so easy to put off and not do and what have you, and, and uh, try to stick with the program and do that because that's kind of your roadmap, so... Absolutely. And Jay, to you and to all the people out here in listener land, uh, we do have a couple of guys now who will come and for a nominal fee, they'll actually pull those tests the way we want them pulled. And they'll take care of that for you. You just got to call and tell them when you want them or call me and I'll get it set up and they'll come. So just something to file away for the future for all of you guys who are listening to the call today because you're saying, I don't need one more thing to do. And I get that. So, well, guys, I appreciate everybody tuning in. Jay, I really appreciate you taking the time. For those of you who are listening to us, if you find value in what we do, we'd really appreciate it if you'd give us a rating on the podcast platform. We have a lot of videos. If you'd like to watch some videos over on uh, Better Way to Farm, the Facebook page, there's about 800 videos, several hours of training over there. And if you want some cheap entertainment, you can find us on TikTok at abetterwaytofarm.com. Always, you can go by our website, which is abetterwaytofarm.com, and fill out the profit calculator and see if there's some ideas there that you can grab. I appreciate everybody tuning in, and we'll just tell everyone we really do hope you're having a better day. A better way to farm.com. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com. <laughs>